0: Margaret Erifiend coming out. You stick, on, stick that big lead, red light bulb on for a fiend.
1: And his partner. Feather Tap and Stevenson.
2: Donkey Dog Man's going to take the bump for this. He's going to bump for it. I'm going to take the bump for you. I'm going to take the bump for you.
0: Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name's Rob Florence. I am joined as ever by my wonderful, wonderful uh, fellow host on this. Show Gredo. how you doing, Gredo? I got fifty Bentleys in the West Indies. What what's the point, what's the point in that? How are you gonna drive them if they're all well there?
1: It doesn't matter.
0: How would you drive them, Gredo? Like, and why would you need fifty of them? That's Michael F. John. It's his song. I just don't I don't get that one. I'm sorry. Have uh, you know, been told to say that all day?
2: <laughs> what have you been up to this week? Uh, what I've been up to this week. Um, I don't know what you have I been up to? Put me in the spot here. What have I been up to? You must have been up to something. By the way, I just want to say thanks for all the messages for last week's episode. I've I've I really got quite a lot of them just saying thank you for speaking about the, the situations and such like. and I really got quite a good kind of feedback for that. Did and I've not replied yet? to did you nothing. I didn't get any replies at all for anybody. That's bizarre, uh, mate. I must at least go to sixteen. The po- it was a lot of positive feedback, a lot of messages and stuff like that, telling us thanks and stuff like that. But they didn't eat to thank We had to talk about it. There was no way we were going to avoid it. But thank you to everybody that reached out.
0: And uh, I'm sure there were probably a lot of people privately who didn't get in touch who thought we were a couple of assholes as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's every week, though, isn't it? It's, it's every sweet. week, to be fair. Let's see what the punters have been saying, what they've been up to. Um, thanks to Pablo, who sent us a clip from Neil Buchanan on Art Attack back in the day drawing Max Moon. See, that well, isn't about WCW and Baywatch, but it certainly comes close. That's mad. There is. And here there is. There's a clip of Neil Buchanan using Max Moon for an art attack. How weird is that? Uh, Claymore Chick says, Has anybody else noticed that Grado's laugh sounds a bit like the Pillsbury Doughboy? Who the fuck's that? Play it, John. Play the clip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that me, by the way. Play it again. Play it again. <laughs> oh you have to I've turned that
0: him. It's catching. Phone? It's like coronavirus. Fucking doughboy. Doughboy <laughs> virus. Hey, Too soon. Andy Muirhead says, I know Rab loves a pun. That's not true, actually. I don't like a pun. John loves I a pun. puns. Well, no, I like puns. Listen, I am a highly respected comedy right here. I don't love a pun. Seeing as summer is here, what about some wrestling-themed ice cream puns? Jesus. I'm sure your listeners can come up with some belters. I've thought of Dixie Carte D'Or. Or Jim Cornetto's Jim Cornetto, <laughs> and Screwballs Mahoney. We so we put that out there, and the listeners didn't disappoint, right? We spread it out to the rest of the listeners. David Pallet, Wooden Pallets, there. Wooden Pallets, Wooden Pallet says Fabulous Muller surely goes in there. The the Fab Ice Lolly, love it. Kurt Cooper got in touch with Brock Lesnar, the Feast incarnate. <laughs> Hagen draws and huh? Knickerbocker Dory Funk.
2: I have <laughs> no, I must admit, I've not got the last two.
0: Percy, you didn't get Knickerbocker Dory Funk?
2: No, but... Knickerbocker it's... Glory? Oh, is that what they call him? Oh, Knickerbocker Dory. Right, all oh, right, I get it, I get it, I get it.
0: Percy get Sledgehammer it. says, The Walls of Ben and Jericho.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Play the Pillsbury Doughboy again. That's what, that's what we're needing here. For a few weeks ago... <laughs> A few weeks ago, we've got a couple of male TV characters who would have been great wrestling characters. Alex uh, GW says to me that Big Des Murphy would be a good character. No, I wouldn't. Don't tell me what to do with my own characters, right? Just you, to wind your neck in. i oh, says my Des
2: Murphy again. Big
0: Des Murphy was just, he was a guy that says I'll do all the time. So oh, it's aye. It's like well, one sketch or something. Jim R says Saul Goodman for Breiton Bad would be a fantastic manager. Weaseling his clients in a title match is not a trouble. Good point. Or bad shout. Graham Moore says Lenny Murdoch for River City as a manager for these two boys. Um, Darbo says an A-team stable. Colin says Wolf and Shadow for Gladiators. Would have been great Jet as manager. Hey,
2: wait there. I'm sure Wolf did actually have a match back in the 90s. Really? I'm sure he did. I don't know if it was for Hammerlock or somebody or if it was for Brian Dixon but I'm pretty sure that Wolf for Gladiators did have a couple of bouts somewhere. I mean, because it makes sense, doesn't it? He was over, would not he? Aye. It's funny because, you know, we're talking about the world of sport hanging on all that. hmm Folk were... I, I was going back in my timeline because it was a couple of years ago and folk were morning because it was too much like the Gladiators. But CITV, that's what they wanted. That's what they wanted, Gladiators. Aye. And Wilford I been mean, brilliant to come on that. Do you know how that would have been good? Well, the lights go and Wolf comes back.
0: It was a um, massive show, Gladiators, wasn't
2: it? Gladiators Faction? ready. You will go on my first whistle. Yeah. You stuff. will go on my second whistle.
0: Great stuff. Have you watched um, Flora's Lava on Netflix?
2: Is that like the kind of Takeshi's Castle type of doing?
0: They need to jump across the lava.
2: I've only seen it advertised as any good. Good fun, good fun. Did I tell you I'm on the Rocks show? What? Now, have you seen the The Rocks show? Titan oh, Games. Titan Games. I'm in that. How are you in it? Well, Robbie E was in an episode, right? Uh-huh. And for his build-up video, right? It was... I literally... I'd say zero point three three a second, you see my back. <gasps> <laughs> I know, mate. It's pretty good. You know, I'm trying to get it added to my IMDB.
0: <laughs> That's amazing, mate. You're so I've been Ro- on the Rock
2: show, so... You are basically the Rocks pal now. That's what I was thinking. You know what I mean? I don't need one of these people that all of these British wrestlers these days always try to um, tag the rock in something and they get an apply. And I always get a bit of a cringer when I see it. To be honest with you, don't get me wrong. I've done it myself when I get dinged, but, yeah. <laughs> but you're like the Scottish rock, aren't you? So it's like you need well, to be. I've always said that. You know what I mean? Him the I'm a very, very similar. But we're not wanting to have some TV, career. I mean, I was I was also in a shot at Glory.
0: Aye, aye. I was in a crowd for that. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I, I don't doubt that you've got a film career ahead of you as well. Correct. That's the next step, right? So, Have you ever seen a shot at Glory? Of course I've seen a shot at Glory, mate. I would, I could do... You know, some people... We're doing a podcast about wrestling now, right? I could do a podcast just about a shot at Glory, just to watch it every week and talk about it every week because that's one of the funniest films ever made. <laughs> <laughs> but are you kidding me on? I'm not kidding you on. See, when people right, say then, to me... Listen, does Alan see, McCoy- see, all the time... When people say to me, Who's your
2: favorite select player? I say, Jackie McQuillan. <laughs> Every time, right? Well, let me answer this and ask me this see, when Alan McCoy pulls up to Robert Duvall in his motor, what does he say to Robert Duvall? Oh, god, I can remember
0: an, an old woman say something you know, like, you crazy bastard, or something like that, or you're a fucking idiot, or something well, like that. But what Jackie, he... Mc...
2: Jackie McQuillan pulls up to Robert Duvall who's walking in the middle of nowhere, right? It looks mm-hmm. as if he's been walking for miles. And Jackie McQuarrie and Alan McCoy pulls up and goes, What does he say? Do you like this new invention, Gordon? It's called a car. <laughs> 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 well, let me tell you something.
0: Alan McCoy's really good in that film.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Is. Alan McCoy's is really good in that film.
2: And the lassie who plays his wife I work with her sister in the fire brigade.
0: Really? Yes, wow. yes, yes. Small world. Uh, as a um, small world. And let's not forget something, right? What? The owner of the club is fucking Batman.
2: <laughs> that's true. Aye, that's right. Michael,
0: Michael Keaton, Keaton is the owner of that club. He's oh, fucking I like Batman. To, I like to call him Jack Frost. I'm sorry, I just wanted to quickly be um, Robert DeValle's accent. Oh. <laughs> that's, what, that's his accent. beautiful stuff that was great I love that wee chat about Shot of Glory check out everybody if you've not seen a Shot of Glory if you're Scottish and you haven't seen a Shot of Glory then I don't know what to say to you because it's just it's like one of the weirdest things you'll ever watch so I was on ITV too just a heads up or three or four Joe Hurst says that he always thought the entire Star Wars saga was perfect for wrestling Fair gifted prodigy gets carried away by success and becomes a monster heel hods the title for 30 years then gets displaced by his baby-faced son and finally turns face himself as he goes out betaking down the evil owner. Never <laughs> thought about that. A be mid-cared storylines like Han Solo's working-class hero gimmick and the Stormtroopers, the faction that added too many members and never got over like it should have done. So he said, pay good money to see a spin-off with Empire Hollywood and Empire Wolfpack, and to be fair, if we give Disney time, they'll probably bloody make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I
2: know he also
0: says Rab will probably appreciate this one, Merlin Gradle, who doesn't like all this stuff. I mean, I'm, so he's glad, correct.
2: I'm so glad he said this, Joe. Thank you very much. I mean, I'll talk about a shot at glory, a fucking ITV2 film, any day. Star Wars, whoosh, right on my head. I tried to watch the first one on Disney+, Plus when I got it a couple of weeks ago, it lasted about nine minutes. It's just not for me. I'm not going to bury it, but it's just not for me. Fair play to everybody that's into all that. And it's a good wee hobby to have, but man, it's just fuck. <laughs>
0: Patronizing bastard. It's a good wee hobby to have. So is wrestling, mate. Wrestling's also a good wee hobby to have. Well done. And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that, or just some random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, or just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at Wrestling Daft at gmail.com. Maybe every week we like to separate the good for the bad in wrestling, the Andre the Giants for the Giant Gonzalezes. What is the plural of Giant Gonzalez by the way? Giant yeah, Gonzalez.
2: G- Gall- Gall- well, Giant Gonzales, you Do you need to know, need to put one of the commas on the Z? Giant Gonzale. Uh, Gonzalez. Giant you've Gonzale. You've got to mess about with the... Fuck noise.
0: What are you burying and what are you putting on? Gredo. I know what I'm putting on. Can I go first? Because I know what it is.
2: Aye, of course. You, I, I forgot we'd done on, this. <coughs> this
0: you on Raw this, this week. Sure. Yep, you go. There was a segment with the champions on Raw this week, right? When Big Drew was sawing the ring, right? And uh, Ziggler jumped up on the apron. I don't know if you've seen this. No, of
2: course not To kind haven't. of get in
0: and interfere again, right? And Drew just turns around and just goes like that. Boof! One punch right Is in it the it? dish. And Ziggler sells it like... Ziggler goes flying. It's, it's dynamite. You should... I wish, I wish it was a way to show you it because it's just so good, man. I'll say something like... Drew looks like a proper champion, man. He looks like a champion. You know what I mean? And that wee moment... I think like his that, mental
2: that he's been a champion for, for, for a wee while and he's not
0: been a champion front of a crowd yet I know it's mad Yeah. mad but, but I do think he seems to be quite a popular champion this is the, the, thing, I, the thing I seem to be noticing online and stuff like that We responses to him and stuff that he seems to be a popular choice as a champion you know what I mean which has been a while since the WWE have had that but that moment I wanted to put well, that was just fantastic that is how you book a champion a big baby face champion like that that moment where the you know where, where, where the, the heel gets up and it's going to get in his face again. He just, and, and he's dealing with Sasha Banks when it's happening. You know what I mean? So he's dealing with something else. And Ziggler just gets up beside him and he just turns around and goes, Boof, knocks him out Aye, and then goes push. back to Sasha. It's
2: beautiful. It's a beautiful moment. One, two, jab. Well,
0: well I know it was, it'll have been a worked punch. I won't have been a real punch. You know what I mean? It'll oh. have been
2: fake. Wrestling's fake. Hey, okay, boy. Yeah. I just looked up at... Um I just looked up, I typed in cagematch.d and looked up myself, and I was just looking at, I typed in TNA, and typed and I wanted to look at all the matches that I'd done on TNA. It's a bloody lie, off for that, man. I've done, I've done mailing that. I said I've only done about 20-odd matches. I'm sure I've done about 1,600 matches for TNA. And when I wrestled Drew once, and it says it was only four minutes and three seconds, that it wasn't that, it was, I'd say it was about eight Four minutes and eight seconds it said it was only four minutes long but I remember it being eight
0: eight minutes right okay I see
2: what you're saying oh cheer up you look dead sad I ah, know it's just it's
0: got me done mate you know play, play the Pillsbury Doughboy again John just to cheer yeah. him up just to remind him what his laughter sounds like <laughs> right anyway let's see what the punters are talking about because Grado was really just attempting to put his cellar again there was let's be honest um, Greg Clark by the way I just wanted
2: to just hold on with that. Uh, if anybody's listening to this show tweet the blue mini and tell him to answer his DMs
0: we tried to get the blue mini on, on the show for an interview and he wouldn't reply to Greg those DMs which is just rude good on you Brad showman for stuffing him about her. no replying to my pal's DMs
2: and usually and, and, and see, when MD, see when MD dies and that he's usually the first one to DM me and saying sorry for your loss D he DMs you when people die? I nah, right, look. Because obviously my mom died in December 2018. Then my ex's grand died and I had to pull out a show because of the funeral.
0: Right, right, he, right.
2: Both times he said, Sorry for your loss, man. But I didn't reply to him. So maybe that's him being maybe that's him getting his own back.
0: Mate, I have to say, you're sometimes quite bad for replying to people.
2: Aye, You've always I'm been good
0: not- with me, to be fair, but I've heard other people say, talking, talking about John mainly, but <laughs> you don't reply. You no, know oh, I
2: mean? I'm 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 terrible for it. I'm. You're busy bad.
0: though. You're a busy guy, right? But I haven't ever like you doing. But anyway, no. Greg Clark says he uh, wants to put our last week's show. Couldn't have been easy for you guys, indeed. Thanks, Greg. Alistair uh, wants to bury the state of WWE's recordings. A mess. They top to bottom. Drew seems to be the only person who has any clue what's going on, and he wants to put over impact making the right talent cuts and the right talent hires. And Grado for last week's episode must have been brutal to record. Hero, sure he's also meaning me. Right. Hazy wants to bury WWE <laughs> and they're handling of the COVID outbreak. It's really hard to support wrestling when the biggest company are a shambles and just pure carnage. I of course that's something we need to talk about. The WWE had their big coronavirus outbreak among the the roster. We don't really know exactly who has it yet, Davy. We know that Renee Young has it. Am I right?
2: Yeah. Renee Young got it and apparently she got heat for talking about it on Twitter. Yeah. Jamie
1: Whitwin's
2: got it as well. Who? Jamie Noble, Kale, who does
1: the backstage stuff, she's had it twice now. I thought you kind of get it twice. Well, she's had it twice. Two times.
2: Mm. Mm. Now, you're talking about Jamie Noble, who sits at a, uh, a desk with Vince McMahon with the matches are on. Yeah. I mean, if Vince McMahon is going to get anything right, and I'm going say he has, or, or he has, but he's 70-odd-year-old, and would you... Do you think that Vince in the WWE would ever announce that he's actually got it? They would never do that, would they?
0: No. Vince would just never... Vince would never allow anybody to find out, even his own family, that he had coronavirus. It's just not the kind of thing he, he does. He would just go away into a room, a cell, and just kind of just tense himself up until the coronavirus turned into a wee bone and he just spit it out. He just spit it <laughs> out the window. And then come back back to work. Straight back to work. Hazy. Once they put over Sasha Banks, however, winning in the main event of all three shows, she's doing great, and both her and Bailey are great to watch. Sasha and Bailey, I think, are really carrying a lot of this. Do you know? You know what I mean? Um, it's good to see Sasha getting the proper kind of push that she's always should have been getting. For she left NXT, and Bailey is a, I think, honestly, I think Bailey is an absolute revelation as a heel. She's still heel, Oh man! And you know what? I lo- Here's what I loved about Bailey, right? I wasn't the Obviously, Bailey's gimmick, the babyface gimmick, was kind of more for the kids, right? It was a for the kids kind of gimmick. And so when she turned heel, I was like, man, I don't know if this is a good idea, turning her but heel. You were the
2: only one. I think everybody said that when I like, did not they?
0: Aye. Um, but she did this really smart thing. She kind of got turned heel when she went, I'm not going to date anything for months. Like, what I mean by that is she just she would just walk slowly out, kind of torn-faced, serious. Didn't he play to the crowd went through her matches, won her matches, would walk back out again just with a kind of smirk. She did this thing where she just completely didn't played everything, so there was nothing. You know, sometimes people turn heel and then they try and act really kind of cool Healy. And Aye. then because of doing that, they, they don't properly flip to heel because fans like them. Bailey did that. Bailey just kind of committed totally to being this kind of stony-faced heel for months and months and months. And now she's completely legit. You know what I mean? She seems completely legit as a heel. Uh, is she the is she the number one heel? I mean, there's a question, is she the number one heel? I mean who are, I suppose I mean do we still view Lesnar Lesnar's a heel, right? He's the number one heel, right? Aye. probably. Um overall. But Bailey's got to be up there because Excellent. they have a bit of a heel situation, didn't they? In the WWE. What about Nia Jax, is she? She's still heel, but she doesn't have the same. She's still I think because of this stuff hangs about where, you know what I mean, about the injuries and stuff like Aye. that. She doesn't quite have the same uh, heel appeal, really, you know what I mean? That kind of another story going on there. Anyway, um, thanks for that, Hazy. That was got a good of chat going there. Uh, Neil wants to bury Loki for being a
2: COVID-denying toolbox. And also, as we go into recording, also, also, Austin Aries has practically posted something similar.
0: Well, aye. Austin is saying I'm not wearing my mask he's saying aye. you know what I
2: mean and he's basically but Austin Navy's take on it as you know he's are all fat fucks um, you know a are all unhealthy folk anyway why should I start wearing a mask
0: I know but then he's just a dick isn't he I mean he's just he's just a dick he's showing himself to be a dick there million dollar bam wants to put over the boy that saved Kurt Angle hold on a
2: minute what do you think about Loki no one the mass stuff
0: come what on do you, what do you think about it, I mean, no, I, think, it I mean just.
2: he's calling us ignorant
0: i know i mean there's called... point, you can't argue with these people no nah, that's true I you can't change their mind you can't argue with them you just listen everybody knew that loki wasn't the sharpest tool in the box anyway man you know what i mean it's like this isn't a surprise what? he's the least surprising guy to come
2: out with this stuff, Loki—the least surprising. You yeah, think, so? I mean, I know he's a ball bag, but I thought he was intelligent. Nah, but I mean, I—I should—I should have made a lot of money that day where I got, you know, offered twenty dollars each. half in fact it's fifty dollars each to punch him. I should have done it. How many people was it that were going? To Everybody done it. it? <laughs> Everybody said we'll put for. I'm sure it's fifty dollars. If you do it, we'll give fifty dollars each. Right? How so many people offer. was this? I'd say about maybe about nine or ten. So, so what am I making there? I'm going did, to make about five hundred dollars.
0: Five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Like what is that? Like four hundred. Which was
2: probably my at that time was probably my my maybe my bonus for wrestling. You got your con because you got your con you got your contracted wage a month, which by the way half the time never came. But I didn't bother. I was like, if Ken Anderson used to go, "You've been paid it," and I'd go, "Nah, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> go, ah, Did you play sorry. that? Did you just play that sound sample again, there, John? <laughs> <laughs> I know Ken He says you've been paid yet, and I go, "It's fine. Don't worry about it." <laughs> I can't... Don't worry, man. It's cool. The are on. You don't worry. <laughs> you're in peace. Glad <laughs> you're the bath man.
0: But was he? Was cut angle? Was was cut angle looking out for you on that front? Was he like?
2: Oh, cut angle, Ken Anderson. Um but I'm all they kind of people I they were always like, you need to get paid, man. I was like, they were like, um, when did you start? I was like February. And this was maybe like July and all that. When was the last time you were you're paid? And I was like, February. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it's That's fine. good to hear they went. you know,
2: I remember one time they went and sent me a check, right? <laughs> did I do this? but did I this before. They sent me a check and they wrote it all out. They drew the lines and all that. They drew it. And I was like, this can't be acceptable, is it? And I went to the bank, and the woman went... You mean they drew it? Hold on. we fucking drew they... the cheque. They drew it. <laughs> <laughs> like they drew a picture of a cheque. <laughs> <laughs> they drew it. They fucking... All the wee numbers done the bottom and all that. And I was like, that must be... I mean, they can't have sent me a dodgy cheque. I took it to fucking the Bank of Scotland so Silke. And the last you just looked at me like, you fucking having a laugh? What's that? But she's like, right, what's this? like. <laughs> It's my work. She's Still, like, it's a oh. drawing a check. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ever since then, like, I've, I've heard, like, because obviously I've heard, I've heard stuff in the past about like TNA sending, like, people were like, we need to get paid. So what they would do is they go, right, we'll FedEx it to you tomorrow. And they would stamp it and send it the next day. And, and they would just send an empty envelope. <laughs> God. That's how fucking bad it got. But never, I mean, I think that's worse, isn't it? Gone out your way to fucking.
0: He draw a check.
2: Draw That's a check. amazing. Um, That's like, I wish I still had it. I'm sure I might. I'm going to try and look for it.
0: If you're writing a book about the story of TNA and all of that, then that should that be, would the, be cover. Name, the, cover, the cover. The cover, the cover should be a fucking
2: check drawn. A, a picture of a check drawn. on Nobody na- else has ever spoke about that. I'm thinking, I've definitely been the one that went fucking just draw one for him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's like, yes, I should get paid you too so funny, man! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: jeez! Oh, right, beautiful. Right, David Pallet wants to bury that he thought David Cody was, already
2: been on, the day. Know,
0: one, one one one, one, on. he thought Cody was defending a TNT title each week lasted only three weeks, as far as I can tell. Just ditched it. We wants to put over the second season of Dark Side of the Ring. Some characters for a wrestler have never even heard of it. For example, Herb Abrams. Excellent no, series. I didn't know there was a second season.
2: You, you did, because I spoke about it for the last couple of weeks. I go, you oh, seen Dark Side of the Ring, and you go, no. Nah. I, I thought it was just one series. No, 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 no. The, the first series was it maybe about a year and a half ago, when the, that right. was all the kind of macho man stuff. The Montreal Screwjob. The right, Fabulous okay, Millers. Okay. Um, but the second series just knocked it right out of the park. I didn't know who, who Herb Abrams was, did you? Uh, no,
0: they're scraping the. Are they scraping the barrel now?
2: Aye, I mean, well, I mean, New Jack's on it. He's done an episode on him, but that is a really dark side of the thing, isn't
0: it? I saw the episode. Um, I've only seen one episode, and it was the episode about Bingo Balance. It was a bit, you know, the whole thing with
2: <laughs> Bingo Balance and Crusher. <laughs> Crusher Craven on it. Aye, man. The, the, what do you call it? The fucking Stonehaven screwjob. <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh,
2: I'm so sorry. Right,
0: eh, big, ma- big man Andy. Big man Andy wants to bury <laughs> <laughs> bury everybody. Oh, he wants to put on anybody. What a shite week. Bronze Cello says, First I want to put her TNA. Teasing these former stars has piqued my interest. Looking forward to Slammiversary. I also want to put Rab Robin Grado for last week's show. And he wants to bury Kevin Dunn for refusing to let the WWE talent in the crowd wearing masks. What was that? about? fuck that roster. They should be wearing masks. This is going to change, though. I think in America, I think, <clears throat> I think over the next week or two, you're going to see a change in America, and you're going to see the the the, the story in America change to, like, we're all wearing masks. So this is going to be interesting. I, I think there's, it's almost going to be start starting to get viewed in America almost as an irresponsible thing um and a negative thing if you're no kind of pushing the mask agenda that's my prediction over the next couple of weeks so it might be interesting i wouldn't be surprised if the wwe and i thought they should have done this ages ago they should take this opportunity and put cool masks on everybody that would be amazing to watch mask everybody up wrestling's perfect for masks, get masks.
2: Reno, they're all, all the loonies out there they're all did you see that bit of, was it congress you cry at? and they're all going up getting their excuses you know what i mean mm. Jesus gave us a move to breathe and all that shit. This is our breath. You can't take my breath.
0: The, the problem is that America is is so fundamental, that freedom is so fundamental to what Americans believe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Ironically, for a country that had has such a history of slavery and stuff like that, and getting other people in chains, but they, the freedom is just so core to what they believe that any kind of infringement on their freedom is immediately a kind of a big big topic. Let's not get too heavy. Let's instead gradle ask the punters for some money
2: have you watched everything on netflix and amazon prime well right now get more content from wrestling daft to keep you entertained during the lockdown by signing up to patreon patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft let me tell you a bit about it we have set up three tiers which you can choose to get involved with at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft it's a community it's a community for all you Wrestling Daft punters out there, and you can sign up to either one of the three tiers. If you go to, if you sign up to tier one, you're a Cruiserweight Champion, which is $4 a month. And on that, you get a patron-only chat community. You get ad-free versions of all episodes. You get early access. You get random bonus content, and you get the video version of the Marks podcast. You can also vote on what you want to see on the list of Wrestling daft. If you decide you want to spend a tenner, $10 a month, you can you can get that by signing up as the Intercontinental Champion. With that, you get everything that you signed up for in Tier 1, as well as a video version of the podcast each week, a bonus episode once a month, and up there right now you can hear the March Report card on a year of AEW in Chapter 1 of The Gradle Story, It's Yourself. Is that up, John? It is up. It is now up for all you Patreons out there. You can hear me talk for... How long did I talk for? An hour and a bit. An hour and in a bit. So you can sign up to that. That's Intercontinental Champion. You can also join our Patreon pay-per-view parties. Tier 3, you are the World Heavyweight Champion, which is about 20 bucks a month for everything. And the previous tiles is included, as well as a free wrestling daft shirt design of your choice. But you must sign up to a minimum of three months. Plus, you get to feature on one of our shows as one of our marks. So if you fancy that and becoming one of our patrons, we'll also give you a shout out on the show. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft because we would love to welcome you to the roster.
1: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DW Void. word prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You just made the list.
0: Every week, we ask for you guys to vote on a list of Wrestling Daft. Remember, you can vote too by signing up for $4 a month at patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. This week, it was Undertaker's Greatest Matches or Best Stables in Wrestling. And with 56% of the vote, it was the Best Stables that won Uh, it. Yay. Have we not done this before? I feel as if we have. Have we not done this
1: before? I thought we had as well, but then I went back and checked the previous episodes, and I don't think we have. I think we've maybe done something similar to it, but we've not actually done this. What could have been similar? I don't know, but I went and checked, I double-checked, I'm pretty sure we haven't done it.
2: Right, because I feel as if I spoke about sports entertainment extreme.
1: Aye, and I feel that Rab spoke about right to censor as well, but I don't think Well,
2: if you've checked, then we haven't, so yeah. let's, you know what I mean? So let's just do it. Let's yeah. just date, mate. What are we about?
0: Listen, let's just date. let right? just
2: fucking you know what I mean.
0: Number three is right to censor.
2: It is our honor to introduce to you
1: the good father. The good father? what? What
2: is he talking about? What's the good father? Now, the reason definitely done this before, man. I remember you said...
0: Now, the reason why I've chosen Right to Censor is, as I have, I've spoken about them before on the show so many times. Grado's spoken about them so many times as well. Okay, uh, in fact, in fact, that's just even enhanced it in my mind, is the fact that Grado is always bringing it up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, were a proper heel faction who worked 100%. Nae-ba-dae, there was nobody in the audience who cheered Right to Censor when they came out because they were always spoiling the fun. They were always spoiling the fun and they looked great. They had a great look. Um, they, they worked the gimmick really well. You know what I mean? Uh, they were, I mean the, and also, in right to censor, there was
2: some legitimate individuals in that stable and all. You know what I mean? Aye. I, I mean, all, the, the biggest memory I've got for them is you've been a wee guy Friday night, man, we a packet of crisps or whatever. The van usually came round at the time Ross started. They would maybe have the third or fourth match. Some, somebody's about to go through a table, man, and buffed. You know what I mean?
0: amazing people raging in the audience people i mean with the godfather the... turned
2: the godfather turned it was me but you know what i see because i've got a wee bit of ocd do you know the thing that really kind of bothered me
1: mm.
2: was that stevie richards wore black boots or actually he wore black shoes because he was stevie white socks the good father wore black boots we, we can't have black boots but val venus would not fork it Two hundred bucks for a pair of fucking black boots. He still wore his white ones, <laughs> and that gave Shocking. me mega OCD. Shocking. All oh, that to... money's own, man. I bet his, I bet his gear stank. I bet he's one of his wrestlers that goes about fucking sixty days without washing his trunks. I bet he smelt like shite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we need to get a shout out to Ivory here as well because she was. Oh, Ivory, she was, she was fantastic great. in that, and what well, she was, she was. She wore black shoes too, and black tights. Yeah, she was she was legit as well, man. She was like good in the ring.
2: She was great, man, but she's she I Ivory really was amazing, she? Mm-hmm. She wasn't she? Was, all, was she was going on always, you know.
0: I remember at that time, you know, what I mean, when she was in the ring, she was like she was very often the best woman in the ring. You know what I mean? When right. when when the women's matches were <laughs> happening back then. Um, so that's my number three. At number two, it is... anybody, why guess? DX. Uh, no it's no DX
2: is it the Radicals
0: uh, it's no the Radicals no is that Nexus keep going been, you're going to get it eventually New Age Click um, I'm sorry it is the Hustle Monster Army
1: monster <laughs>
0: Uh, led by General Takada aye uh, I
2: was going to say that next mate
0: it was Takada's monster army uh, where you had like celebrity Og- Ogawa and you had um, uh, you had uh,
2: Kawada um, is that Ogawa, and K- Ogawa that i seen in Karl Look? was he in Noah as well aye God, that was a uh, mental when I seen him when I seen him in in Carlouk. Did you why did you not go seriously, why did you not did why did you not go to that show? I couldn't have known about it. I wouldn't have known about it. Uh, mate. I can't believe you didn't know about that show. Mate, I wasn't
0: mate. on UK fan forum as much as you was back in the day. Aye,
2: yeah. but come on. M- tena- no, tena- here, here, hold on. Masato. Masato.
0: Mate, hold on. Stop a minute. Right? Stop a minute. Aye, because go. I might talk about something here. Sorry, mate. You used to be a regular on UK fan forum, right? Mm-hmm and I used to be, quite often, with visit UK Fan Forum as well. I used to hang about there. Uh, they, they have never mentioned this podcast on that forum.
1: And do you
2: know no, what, actually? you was know it's just really disgraceful. it's it's funny, disgraceful. Me- it's funny you mention this, right? Because I went on a UKFF for the first time easily, and I'm at five years last week, and I went and went into a thread, and I went, surely they're going to talk about our podcast. Not one mention. Maybe they mentioned it. Who the f- UK Fan Forum. You know what I mean? I think that's shocking, mate. Are we hated or something? I
0: think that's shocking that they wouldn't even mention it. You know what I mean? Terrible. Okay,
1: boys, I'll get on the case next week. We'll make sure they're mentioning it.
0: Aye. And we, We're the only show that talk about them. We've talked about them quite
2: positively in the past as well, UKFF. I, mean, I, I joined the UKFF in April the 6th, 2002. I mean, there you go. But are essentially is their home forum the, podcast, I grew, up, I grew up in the bugger.
0: Aye, did, did you organise any uh, tape trading? Using UK fan
2: trading, I did a bus trip to, to, to GWF in Blackburn. And February two thousand and three, I took a squad. My my father drove a bus um to a, a show in Blackburn that John Farrer, That was the show where the ring never turned up. There was oh, the I back seat that. boys were there. Jake Roberts, um, Ted Robin, the co- the comedian. He was the ring announcer, and I got locked in with him aye for aye. a wee while, which the weirdest thing ever. I ended up. Was He was on Endeavour with me and I was like, mate, you'll never believe this, but I was looked at it, and he remembered me, for 2003.
0: I, stand, I, I just know. think it's disgraceful, UK fan forum. Anyway, uh, I'm always bigging up Hustle on this show. Uh, like I said, I'm increasingly now I'm, I'm starting to dream, uh, oh, it would be nice to just promote some some shows in the style of Hustle. Uh, but I love the Monster Army. The Monster Army were the, the big heel organisation in Hustle, and Hustle really was... Hustle was a promotion that was based around, essentially, two big factions to an extent, um, there was the hustle army, and then there was uh, the monster army, and they would go at it with each other. You know what I mean? Um, you would have monster C and all that, Steve Carino and all that kind of stuff. It was great, man. It was just great. You, I was I'll need, I
2: need to check that. know oh, sorry, I need to check that out. But can I just mention one thing about that bus trip mm-hmm. in 2003? Obviously, I sat up the front because my father was driving the bus, right? But there was one guy in the back, right, and he was stopped off at a service station. I'd say maybe just about twenty miles outside Glasgow, and I'd say this was maybe about two or th- two years later. Right, we had me stopped, and I remember turning round and the guy I was. Remember this is a busload of wrestling fans and a guy I turned round right, and a guy the guy I was talking to had a big leather jacket on, and when I was talking to him, he went into his jacket pocket, and he pulled out a burger, a cheeseburger, and just started eating. It. <laughs> As if it was like a fucking hamburger or something like last week. You <laughs> <laughs> just thought that way too much. He put up, put a cheeseburger. <laughs> <Would> you... <laughs> it's
0: yeah. a beautiful thing to do that though. Like see, having see a McDonald's cheeseburger, for example. Aye. I find that they they travel quite well. Like they do travel well, they, 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 well, they do right? they, they travel well. And what me and my my daughter hope if we would go to the pictures. by the way, the best cinema. Uh, you know, I know this is what I was gain free advertising right here, right? But the best cinema in Scotland, as far as I'm concerned, is the Empire and Clyde Bank, right? It's the best cinema in Scotland. And when we might go there, just because it's just a great cinema, and they do de- they perfect popcorn with the real butter poured into it. And well, that sounds it amazing, mate. They put popcorn in and they pour real butter on top, and then mere popcorn and then mere butter, and they, they do it in layers, and you can that have a drink amazing. and all that. They sell beer and all that kind of stuff.
2: It's brilliant. I tell you what, the most weird thing about that whole conversation is the guy that had the burger was Faye Clive Bank.
0: Well, oh, there you go. There you go. But what I was going to say was beside the Empire Clyde Bank, there's a McDonald's right next door. Um, right. So, you go in there, get the poke before the film, get the pockets loaded up. Me and Hope get the pockets loaded up with cheeseburgers. And we go and <laughs> are laughing. My <I'm> basically, my <laughs> Your cheeseburger during the film. Uh, okay, so, and my number one is. NWO. Um,
2: N-W. Well, the first thing you gotta realize, brother, is this right here is the future of wrestling. You can call this the new. World Order of Wrestling, brother Of course. It's
0: gonna be NWO. Oh, for, life,
2: for life, for, for life, for life.
0: I used to always think to myself, I used to think to myself, is NWO maybe at any point gonna get less cool? You know what I mean? Is it gonna be like we're all gonna go, oh bloody NWO? I kinda of feel like the problem that DX has is that <clears throat> DX were kinda of cool at the time, but as time went by and, and, and Triple H and Shawn Michaels did it again and stuff like that, and you know, and then as you get older yourself and you kinda look back. It, I'll And you kind of feel like DX wasn't definitely wasn't as cool. There was something unbelievably cool about that original NWO with Hogan, fresh heel, uh, with big Kevin Nasher, with Scott Hall there. Dennis Rodman. Oh, and Rodman coming in, you know what I mean? So exciting watching that, the last dance uh, documentary about uh, Michael Jordan and seeing that whole segment, you know what I mean, where Dennis Rodman is like, I'm going to go away for a wee bit and goes and ends up, he's out there fucking NWO, so we spray paint and all that, you know what I mean? Aye. Living the dream, you know what I mean? Living the dream. But that's how cool they were. That's how cool NWO were that Dennis Rodman would take time out eh, for a championship run with the Chicago Bulls to go to WCW to come out with NWO, you know what I mean? Did, did you get a buzz off that when you seen look, the wee clip? I
2: love
0: Big that
1: time. shit
0: when I Because I had no idea, like, see, at the time, I remember when Rodman was in. Uh, WCW at the time and I, for some reason in my head I kind of thought to myself oh well, the basketball season must be done awesome. aye or it must be and no one no, for, in, in a million years did I think that you'd be fucking off during the season or leaving the training
2: camp to go and you know it's crazy I mean could you imagine like um, if like, Alfredo Morelos you know in the running ended up fucking showing up at WrestleZone and tagging with Bingo Ballads
1: <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> beautiful anyway uh, NWO and then there was the NWO Wolfpack of course uh, and that was it's in hang that was when hang started to go astray um, the minute the minute Conan gets involved
2: in stuff hey Conan's brand new he at least replies on our whatsapps
0: uh, fair enough well that tells you something right here doesn't it right so uh, let's in see fact, did pun- he no,
2: actually the no reply once On the show? Aye, that's right.
0: Live.
2: (laughs) Fuck them then. Let's
0: see who... We should do that as a game sometime again, because that was a good fun game where we choose a person and see if they reply during the show. Right. um, We'll do that next week, right? What were your top three stables of all time then, Grado?
2: Um, I would go for... uh, Right. I would go for... Number three, I would go for Sports Entertainment Extreme. For T N A because I love that because that was just to the height of my tape trade and the stuff like that. Um with The Zo. E X S E X sex theme tune's own... Doom-t- Doom-t- brilliant. Um that's actually probably my number one.
0: <laughs> anyway, Big Mad Andy says black label do I? all the way. Alright. Black that's
2: label what who Hoover, black label? Black label war, Drew Galloway. Jack Jester, and I think maybe Andy, Red Lightning. Red
0: Lightning. Uh, Kev Drysdale says Nation of Domination. Nexus mm-hmm. would have, Nexus would have been on this list, but WWE screwed that up. Titus Worldwide could have been impressive and cool. three Did you hear there was goods. a
2: rumor that Nexus were meant to be at this year's WrestleMania? Really? Aye, right, there was a rumor that there was a storyline wrote for Nexus to show up. What what, what, pretty
0: cool? what like how would they've shown up and what? Mate, I
2: didn't even open it. It was maybe quite beating a lot of shape. I did see that.
1: No, oh, there was an interview. There was an interview with um, Stu Bennett saying that there was talks about doing something with the Nexus, but they wouldn't be able to get the whole band back together because there's no way Ryback's <laughs> coming back,
2: is there? I but I know, but really, so you'd, have you? da, you'd have Daniel Bryan, Justin Grable would would go back, um, Darren Young, Darren Young. Well, Heath Slater's just been released. Aye, but aye. then
1: was he released before or after WrestleMania? Oh, it was after, actually. Aye,
2: Husky aye.
0: Harris. Husky
1: oh, that mate. Was the new Nexus. So that was the new Nexus.
0: All oh, right. Okay. Fair
1: enough. Or oh, was it? Aye, that was the new Nexus. It was um, Kurt Hennig. What, what do you call him? Curtis Axel or whatever he was at that point. It was Husky mm-hmm. Harris with CM Punk.
0: Stu Bennett would be an interesting guy to get on this show for. A
1: aye, actually, I want me to message him tonight.
0: Aye, that would be good. Try and get him on because it'd be good to talk. Because I'm a big fan of NWA, so I would love to talk to him about that. But also, I think he was, I think it was brilliant in WWE. Aye, he was. You know, he's, I,
2: I he's, he's got a lot in him. He? He's got, the, he's got a look. He's, got, he can talk.
0: Oh, he's a great talker. Great Aye. talker. Uh, You're either the talk...
2: Nexus or against us.
0: Let me tell you something else. He can, he can walk. I tell you what. The guy can he can work What the hind legs? Hey, what? can the hind legs off you. Can't say that. But many people can walk. Right, so uh, George Ward says evolution are the best always. John Montgomery says the four horsemen all day long, although the Dangerous Alliance were uh, all able to go. Arn Anderson, Larry Zavisco, Steve Austin, Rick Wood, the main worker and probably most underrated worker of all time, Bobby Eaton, and they had Medusa as well. well uh, I,
2: was, I was going to say the BWO, but then the fucking Blue Mania patched my DMs and it. Aye. Um,
0: Scottish Siren says the Bullet Club for me I feel that like they had a good mixture of different kinds of talent within the group
2: well we see the thing about the, the Bullet Club is if there wasn't a Bullet Club there probably wouldn't be AEW there probably wouldn't be quite a lot of this obsession with wrestling I met of people that have Bullet Club t-shirts that don't even know that what, what it stands for or they don't they're not even wrestling fans that actually did really transcend wrestling didn't it
0: they were very cool when they very I remember very when cool I, because obviously like I, I'd seen Finn Balor right I'd, I'd seen Fergo for years years back The SWA the SWA days I knew Fergo right um, and, and seeing him come through and I remember I kind of lost because he obviously just went out to work the indies and he was going to all the world and stuff like that and then I kind of lost track him a wee bit and then I saw that he was in Japan and he was doing stuff in Japan and stuff and then I became aware at Bullet Club and all that. and then you were seeing all the hangs you know what I mean we were like Guns, and they were cool man I was like look how you cool they look and how, how good he, how how cool Finn Balor looked, man. You know what I mean? Right. The shape he was in, all right. They were cool as anything.
2: They were. They were really cool.
0: Keith Richardson says DX for me. When Michaels Triple H in China, they were the heels you always wanted to see get their comeuppance. I mean, right after WrestleMania fourteen, Triple H cuts a great promo on HBK, dropping the ball and brings in Sean Waltman. a WCW to WWE jump. That I miss so much these days. And the New Age Outlaws joined them as well. Most people probably thought DX wouldn't be as good, but in my opinion, they went on to be an even better faction after that. Agreed. Becoming insanely over with the fans when they turned babyface. The feud with the nation was one of the best ever and propelled a future long-running feud with Triple H and the Rock. Very true. Very true. Nation of Domination was very important um, to The Rock's history, to the Rock's legacy, wasn't it?
2: Is that the same even with, with, with Mark Henry? I know. I don't look for Mark Henley. But Henley. Is that a rope for um for, for what do you call him Deal Brown? Yep. Um I love Deal.
0: I love D. Lowe Brown, by
2: the way. Mate, fucking Mark Henry's on that. He's on that Broken Skull podcast saying that D. Lowe Brown was <laughs> says He was just a fat D. Malenko, mate.
0: <laughs> what a worker, by what a worker, by the way, D. Lowe Brown was.
2: You're looking at the real deal now. What? Gonna kick a sorry ass out of the street? I think you on the street. Look, like, oh, I'm gonna do about it. D. Lowe Brown.
0: Stevie Kerr says the Wyatt family had a lot of potential, but best faction for me was the Ministry of Darkness. I love the Ministry of Darkness. Aye. aye. I love the Ministry of Darkness. Midian and Ora. Naked Midian. That was
2: your best Undertaker or something like that, no? Yeah,
0: I love the Ministry of Darkness era Undertaker. See, See, this is why these lists are so annoying, because you forget about things like that. You do. Um Our patron Paul says NWO It's mad to think that the WWE have no made more money off the NWO property Than they paid for the WCW brand That's
2: crazy man When you think about that actually
0: <clears throat> Yep. And That's he a good says, way of looking at it Andy says there's been some belters For me though, the new day Three guys put together who were doing nothing And they turned it into some Go to themselves who are just be being themselves And being entertaining as fuck in the ring And on the mic, one of the best Absolutely
2: I, def- I definitely remember the first week they knew they were on the telly, man. Everybody also thought it was horse shit. I read that yeah. in the UKFF, actually. And they just
0: turned it around. They are just like, we are turning this around. Forced they up, made it their own They
2: did it. They made
0: it their own. To some great workers as well. Great workers. Listen, Big E is just one of the best. He's so entertaining, isn't he? One of the best. So entertaining, so strong. Uh, so charismatic, definitely. And uh, but there isn't a weak link in that whole stable. You know what I mean? They've all got the rain. They've all got the rain hang, The rain appeal. Oh, well, there is only three, but I. Oh, you know what I mean? Echo Tone fourteen sees a West Texas Rednecks need to get a shout. Carl Hennig singing a country song about how shite rap music is. Can't beat that. Uh, I mean, rap it's crap. They were they were great fun. Great a great fun kind of like borderline kind of racist faction. that would aye. come out and just kind of didn't like black stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very very weird, but they somehow, you know, they, they they were heels but they kind of the all oh, that singing was so good that they kind of almost got oil in their own way. Um Debo says the oddities just for being so shit and the fact that Cartman was their masker. I remember that. That's weird. Remember who who was in the oddities again? It was I ah, was it Kurgan?
2: Kur, Kurgan? Kurgan Who else? Um, was it no hangway? Who was, was the kind of gimp mask? Was it John no? Tenter? Aye Earthquake, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That's
1: so weird, man.
0: Um, and then there was, that, of course, he? there was a, a, what's her name? A Luna. Hey, and remember. the big guy, what was the big guy's name? Oh, God. I am trying to remember what his name was. Does was he... it Caleb Valhalla? No? No, was it no? Was it Caden Garrick? <laughs> <Barrett? laughs> right, you can go wrestling daft right now. Here, hold on. Before we do this, before we sell merch, I just want to ask you a quick question. See if you former a... <laughs> See if you were to get the wrestling comes back right, and you had to form a faction with a few other guys. <laughs>
2: don't, don't <laughs> right, well, See, <laughs> that's no bothering, mate. Right. <laughs> who would you? Who would your stable be? Number one crusher, Crabe. I mean, you're not to, Let's not be a bit of a man. There's no way I'm not starting a a a, a stable with Crusher Crabe. He's the muscle. You know what I mean? Um, it's probably. First, I'd probably pick a master technician. So I'd probably go for the Tri Counties Champion, Alan <laughs> <laughs> um, and then probably one more. I'd probably go for Dino De- Del Monte. <laughs> You can go wrestling daft right now
0: with your very own wrestling daft t-shirt, hoodie, phone cover, trucker cap, or one of your range of grado inspired bum bags. Get them at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. On there you'll find designs such as Alexa, who is Graham Steveley, I'm a Mark, Crud, Chips, Cheese, and Donner Meat, and I'm a Wrestler Day. And you can even get a face mask to wear on the bus. So check out, and you should be wearing the masks. So check out our range at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft now. Or check out the links on our Facebook page or Twitter at wrestling daft. So, uh, this has nothing to do with the fact that our guest fell through this week, right? It's backed by popular demand. It's Ask Rab and Grado anything, right? We
2: get in touch oh, with I'm the sure there's only ever
0: been Ask Grado anything, is it not? <clears throat> no, shush. Um, ask Rab and Grado anything, right? So, we, we, we shouted it to the punters. Uh, so, let's, let's see. Let's, let's go first, right? Let's Andrew go. got in touch, right? Here's the first question. Here we go. And Ask Rab and Grado anything. Andrew said, Who did Grado forget to book as today's guest?
2: Well, it was originally, it was originally, uh, what's her name, Gilcam, Kim, but she still contacted me on WhatsApp, and then I messaged the blue me Mini this morning at 8 o'clock, so he would have read that when he woke up, which was about lunchtime, so I uh, blew me in name, Gail Kim.
0: Scott is asking, on a scale of Jeff Hardy's TNA Immortal title to Leko's Split Women's title... How ugly is the twenty four seven championship? Very hacky. Oh, it's the it's the worst. And to, I think it's, it's the worst belt I've seen. I mean, come
2: on! I've got. It. Why did not just? I don't know. It's just. It's just. It's got nothing. To, it just looks like an old. It's just nothing to the fact that it's green. I'm not saying because it's green, but it just looks mm. like a green strap with a big two p coin on it. Know what I mean? Actually, it's not
0: quite. It's not as bad as the fiends belt.
2: That oh, I can't even
0: count that as a belt. That's the worst one. That's the, that's the worst one. Goshi has got a question for is right? Um, if there is one wrestling promotion you could bring back, what would it be? Or what retired championship would you bring back? For me, Goshi would bring back the old ECW and the hardcore title, the 24-7 title. was Pish. Do you want to go first?
2: <clears throat> I, would
0: bring back, uh, I would bring back Hustle. I oh, it's not mo- even
2: a bit. It's not a bit anymore, is it?
0: No, it's... Um, <laughs> I would bring back Hustle Japan. I would resurrect the Monster Army. Uh, I would be General Florence, and I would run my own Monster Army. I might actually try and get in touch with... I don't know who bought Hustle. I think it was maybe Pride. Right. Um, I, I might try and put the feelers out. i get my agent. <laughs> Imagine for not my agent. Right, Carly, can you do me a favor? Can you get in touch with <laughs> Pride in Japan and see who has the rights to Hustle? Because I want to run the Monster Army. <laughs> I might do I might actually do it, man I might do it, do
2: it. what about you um, what is this question if you could bring back any promotion a promotion or a title or... I would bring back the NWA TNA oh. and I'd give Russo the pencil and I would um, I'd use all the I'd make sure that Nick Aldis was my champion and he would have the NWA title and it would be NWA TNA beautiful I like that idea I,
0: you know what I mean I knew mean, you'd be you'd be wrestling, right? You'd be on the roster. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Your pal Rab would be. He'd be there, wouldn't he? Help him. He'd be what, you, a manager. What you I'd be a manager. I'd be a Harvey Whippleman. No, you could. I fucking knew he wouldn't book me. I, I fucking knew even if he had was running the new version of NWA and he still wouldn't book me. Right, uh, Paul Fivey has said Rab which Burnston character is great though. Which Bernersen character is Gredo? I always thought Grado would make a really good job at playing Toshin Finn McGregor and toshing, he'd, he'd play a really good... Oh, Louise not... says, Grado, if you could appear in a soap opera, which one would you like to be in? Now, hold on here. I think Louise has made a fundamental error here. <laughs> or if Being you could soap. pick which character would you like to be, choose to be?
2: Do you know what? I'm just going to sidebar this, right? But it's funny because people always say to me, you know why you only done eight episodes of River City, right? Why, well, I can have only done eight episodes of River City. It wasn't because I got sacked. That was one of the reasons, but the biggest reason is... I'd <laughs> <laughs> say the most bigger reason was Rab messaging me, saying, don't do too many episodes of River City, or eat a soap, because... He flung me under, under a bus. Most people I know are in River City. Aye, I know, but this, but this is advice for me. Aye, no, it's not right
0: for you as a comedy performer. You just
2: say, "Do, do not date as many episodes of River City." So that's the sidebar at the wrong. Because if you start doing that,
0: it's not nothing against anybody that does soap operas, but it's like it's you, you you get into that life of being a soap actor, I think, and you're making regular money and stuff like. That. It's very difficult. You were on the, whew, you were on the ascent. You had to be mm-hmm. out doing as much different stuff as possible. know that I'm saying that people who do soap operas only on the ascent. I'm just saying uh-huh. it's a different. It's a different thing. It's a good solid, um, regular job, and that just wasn't the right thing for you at that time. I don't think. Right. So um,
2: if, if, I, if I could, if I could be any character I'd probably want to do
0: make episodes of Buster. not so even called River City. made episodes of Buster. He says it's like he wants the name of the show changed to his character's name as well. That's why he gets sacked. Could you not just call it Buster? Um,
2: he, oh, where the fuck, actually? Wait there. Just hold on a wee second, right? hmm So River City asked me what um what would you like to call yourself? Because they were like we we'd like to call you Grado but we can't. I'm glad they never to be honest with you, right? But they were like, can you give us a list of names? Very much like what happens to people when they get signed with the WWE. They get an offer of what your name would be. Mm-hmm. And so I've I, I found this the other day, 26th of September 2014, and I've got a list of names that I sent to River City. You might hear them. There's about 20. Oh. right Buster was the first one. <laughs> I've obviously spent half <laughs> that fucking day. I'll even read the rest of it. Right, Buster. Dusty, Steeler, Patch, Beef, Boris, Bruiser, Buddy, Stomper, Stump, Rascal, Tiger, Scrapper, Striker, Cassius, <laughs> Nelson, Rocket, Kilo, Frosty, Starkey, Biter, Pug, and Hugo. <laughs> Hold on ya. Because a lot of them are quite
0: similar, like Stomp and Bust Buster and Thumper. Right. It's like
2: Bruiser, Brody. But Hugo? <laughs> Cassius? I I think I just got Cassius for Cassius. So I don't know Cassius, Clay. Uh, uh, Hugo maybe for Hugo Boss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Paul says, if you could have any manager past or present manager grade, or who would it be? What, shout out to Rudo Sports and Entertainment brand by the way. Greedos Heel Run was underrated, says Paul. Who
2: oh, would you I, have? Who would you have uh, managing you? I have managing me. me. Um, who? That's a that's a good question. It's probably going to be Jim Cornette. It would that would be absolutely we would be absolutely opposites. But I would love I'd love to be on the road with him and going for cheeseburgers together and. Going to buy new glasses for him and all that kind of care. I love that. With him and his wife. Next question.
0: (laughs) Drew Higgins says, who is the one wrestler that you really disliked working with?
2: Well, actually, I would say that one of my favorite wrestlers to wrestle with is also one of my least favorites because any time I worked Eli Drake and TNA, I hated it because what would days would, would probably get our matches at two o'clock and see what matches was not it tip at nine at night. And he would go to the match where we were about half two. So I'd be, that match would be in my head all fucking day, right? All day. Now, he's good enough to then turn to me fucking five minutes before we're about to go there. After I've got this full match in my head, seven hours, I've been over umpteen times in the toilet, I fucking phone, my bird and everything to say, do you think that sounds all right? For him, <laughs> for him to go when we're just about to go. She, she Scrapped that. Can we do this? Can we do that? Can we do this? And I'm starting buffing out, going, you fucking wanker, you! You wanker! Why would you do this to me right before we're about to go?" And he'd done that two or three times, so I hated that. But it usually ended up no bad. Apart from one night, I wrestled him right in a one night only, and we go eighteen minutes. And I says, "Look, you're going to need a." You're going to need a paramedic there, because I'm going to have a cardiac arrest. I, just, I cannot take 18 minutes. There is no way. So he caught wind of this, and I knew he fucking tried to blow me up. And he did. He blew me up. He blew me up three minutes into the match. See if you watch that back. I am dying. I am dying. And the refs are like, like eleven to go. And I'm going, fuck off. Fuck off. Do you know I was still out of breath at half three in the morning that night? I swear to God, Mark Andrews was like, are you alright, mate? I was going, I'm super. So I actually never calmed down in the boots or whatever. I was going, Jesus. That's Mark Andrews, alright. Wow. That's that was, I was a
0: great was. answer. That was a great, this is great, this CUNY. Um, Stephanie says, I've always wondered, Grado, which fictional character would be the most exciting to meet in real life?
2: Ask <laughs> Hugo first, I don't fucking know. Um, Homer Simpson, I don't know.
0: <laughs> you'd, like, you'd like to meet Homer Simpson, or is that <laughs> the only fictional to... character you can think of?
2: What else? What's another fictional character?
0: Jackie McQuillan.
2: See what I... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sandy says, for Rab, a wrestler with <laughs> a TV question, who has been your most underrated wrestler in any era? Um, okay, my favorite, my most underrated wrestler in any era. God, that's a tough one, man. Underrated wrestler, I'm sure this is something I've probably spoken about a lot. It's a very difficult one. Here's the thing, here's here's the truth. I think actually the the most underrated wrestler, and I think it's only new starting to turn around. Um is probably Dustin Rhodes. I think Mate,
2: um, what a shout, by the way.
0: Because I think he has people are starting to turn around now and go, This guy is one of the best to ever date, right? But he was always great. Like, he was always great
2: so crisp but yep.
0: mm-hmm.
2: so crisp like everything he does just was like he's just amazing he's just been doing it for that long but you're right and it, you know you could you know argue about Jericho freshening things up and all, all the time and that. but he's done the same himself mm-hmm. you know what I mean
0: and people have been slow I think taking all he's just how I good would, he is, you know. I, mean? I would
2: say definitely and he should be in the Hall of Fame and whatnot. but you're right but he's something that's mega improved and all because you look back at the matches in 91, 92 and you think but no he's just a man it's cool I yep. love seeing all the wrestlers that were kind of in that Attitude Era and when they come out on shows and they just bust their ass see when you see like I got a pure warm feeling in my belly and all that when I see like Billy Gunn on the AEW and he just mm-hmm. he's just he's just leagues above everybody else with his punches, with his strikes, just everything. You think, he's a wrestling man. I'll tell you something, his that look is still good as well. Right. You know, oh, I mean, looks he looks amazing. I remember we'd done a six-man with Billy Gunn and Paisley, and we never knaved they like, we never fucking caught up with everything, because there was, like, ten folk in the match. It was, like, Team well, DX. A six,
0: right, okay, i was just making clarifying there, a six-man in Paisley, but it was a wrestling <laughs> thing.
2: <laughs> I've just said there was a six-man, but it was a ten folk in it. I think it was a ten-man, right? It was, like, Team DX... Because I think X Pack was making we were in all, but he pulled out, so it was just Billy Gunn and like me and a couple of my pals, and we called it team. Well, the promoter called it Team DX, but nothing was planned because there was too many cooks stirring this pot and all that shit. Um, and he just went in and just done everything on the fly, and I was like, "Wow, this guy's the man!"
0: By the real deal. The real deal, um, and Sandy also asked for making several moments characters that are comedy gold. Thanks very much. What is your process behind the creation? What's the inspiration for some of your more famous characters? Process behind the creation
2: as well. Really- let me ask that again because you're asking that too fast, and I don't think people, the fans, are getting to know what they're asking you. And it's going to be quite a good question.
0: All right, okay, you ask. But so let
2: me ask you that question, right? Who, who, who asked it? <laughs> Sandy asked it. Right, Sandy. This is for brab Right, for making several moments slash characters that are comedy gold. What do you mean process? slash characters? The only slash characters. They were good. Ah, sorry, it was your forward slash. Um, what is your process behind the creation and what's the inspiration for some of your more famous characters? Process
0: behind the creation, Sandy, is a uh, write absolutely hundreds of stuff and th- try and throw away all the shite so you're just left with the good stuff. And the inspiration for the characters is just... Well, it used to be... I, the best thing a comedy writer can dare if you're wanting to write comedy stuff is just going out, cutting a book, going for a coffee, going to a pub, Sitting about, taking a wee notepad where you just watching people. I would just go about on my own and just kind of sit and watch people, and you get loads of wee bits of
2: inspiration for everywhere. No, no I'm trying to stir in your taste here, right? But it's like when I used to write my promos and I'd say we dare things quite a lot. Of it would come from what I'd hear in mm-hmm. the control room in the fire brigade, and people would just see wee things, and I'd pick it up and try to put them into my my promo. Is that kind of sort of mm-hmm. what you've done as well? What not? No. Says- it
0: was, it was Neil. <laughs> <laughs> no, anybody. I mean, unfortunately, the sad truth is, nobody else cutting about in Scotland has as good partner as me. So I can't just really write doing. I need yeah, to try is, and I, I need it. to try and write doing something and improve it. You know what I mean? Neil has asked, is as gimmick wrestling dead, has the business just moved on through the days of IRS and repo man? Are the fiend and how do you pronounce this? By the way, because I here's, I pronounce it right, Abaddon. Abaddon. You Abaddon. What's she no. in? Abaddon's a, a, Abaddon's a woman. Yeah.
1: All right.
0: and she's. You need to see her, by the way. Was she in NXT? Uh, no, she's in AEW. Any good? But you need to see her. You need to right. see her like her entrance and all that and you need to see the way she's. She's good, isn't she, John?
1: Oh, she's cracking. Yeah, yeah. She's
0: like, you know, sometimes you get these wrestlers, Gredo, that have a, like, a scary horror gimmick oh. and they always look kind of rotten. They don't look Need to see her because she looks mm-hmm. scary. She has scary looking, right? Um, but are these exi- uh, are, are these evidence that good gimmicks still exist, or evidence that they're only new ideas? By the way, I was going to say the reason why I call it a badin is because it's like a game. A games Workshop thing. It's a Warhammer thing. It's <laughs> that's a pronunciation for there. Um, when I think of a gimmick wrestler, I'm thinking like big boss man. You're like he's a Polis. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, the Mountie. He's he's a Mountie. Nails, he's a prisoner. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I like I do I like that kind of thing. I would I, I would love to see Mary that I would love to see like you know, go I would love to be able to go. And this is why I'm saying about how I would love to promote a show like that, like Hustle, where you would go to a wrestling match and you would go, right, here's a guy coming There's out and a
2: Johnny or something,
0: like a school eye, eye, or or like, you know, like a fucking abominable snowman or something. Or a, no, not so much King a Johnny. I was thinking I was a wee I was a wee bit mayor or like an astronaut. You know, we ask guy's an astronaut comes out with the, the space helmet on. A...
2: Do you know, there's a guy in the US Indies that was in the Canadian Indies called Space Monkey. Had a great gimmick. He had basically had a, like a monkey's head in a space suit and he was called Space Monkey. And he was off a good. Brilliant. That's what you're wanting.
0: So, so I think, I wouldn't say it's deed, but I think it's rare you see that now. And I would like to see Merriot. It's because there's a lot of shit the out there and all about there? Uh, Derek is asking, should Vinnie Mac just head off into the sunset and let Triple H run the tune? Also, what's your favourite still game episode? Um... <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, let's... right, you can clean up the still game episode. I'll clear up.
0: <laughs> well, my favourite still game episode is genuinely the last episode because I think, I think they tied it up beautifully. I love the ending. And I think the hardest thing with a sitcom is sticking the landing like that. Um, and I think they did a brilliant job. That was a, a hell of a task to try Math. and make that happen. I also love the one they go to the whiskey distillery as well. I That's say. great. That
2: one, mine's is the one with Rabba Fleck Fervens f- in it. Um, um, I love the one, in fact, probably the bookies one, the bookies one, Stevie, the bo- Stevie, the bookie. Uh, okay. And finally, Andy, a uh,
0: Rabbi or Rabble, Andy Rabble. You
2: know Can you answer
0: about g- Vin- Vinnie Mack? Oh, right. Oh, Vinnie
2: Mack. No, oh, she, she shouldn't, be. of course, you know, no, 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 because I'm not exposed to Vince McMahon. I, don't, I mean, I hear a lot of folk that work for him and they all go, look, he's.' Heavy lost the plot. I mean, that's what everybody says. They've been, exactly. been saying that for 20 years, exactly. For 20 years, exactly. And you know what? Sometimes what, it's weird because I always hear things right or I watch stuff for the telly and I go, How the hell is Vince let this go on the telly? But then when I, d- when I dig further, folk will say, But it was his idea. You How
0: I mean? dare I? I have loads of times that. Mm-hmm. How dare people say that this thing that Vince McMahon built. He should head off into the sunset and let anybody take control of it. How fucking dare they say that? This wrestling business is what it is because of Vince McMahon, for good or for worse. How dare people say, "Ah, you should hang it up now and let somebody else have a go. It's fucking his thing. If he decided he was just going to shut it all down before he died, he'd get the right to do that and all. If he decided he was just going to sell it and it isn't going to go into anybody's wants. This is, is Vince, one before this is we Vince McMahon we're talking about here. We're I not know. talking about a Russo, or we're not talking about a Bischoff. We're talking about Vince McMahon himself. How dare you even ask that question, Derek? However, for your boldness, maybe Derek should get listener of the week for being bold enough to ask that question. Because that takes bravery to ask a question about should Vince McMahon hang it up. What do you think, Gradle? I don't know. I was going for the thing got, the guy, the pallet guy. Why? Just because <laughs> his name's
2: Pallet? I just thought that'd be nice because that was in your show. No, all right, then, fuck it. You know, all right, fuck it. Yeah. It, it. yeah, and Pallet gets it.
0: Right, that's it for this week's show. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple or get us uh, on wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, we go twice a week now, so you can catch us on a Friday, and you can catch the Mark's podcast on a Tuesday. They three boys keep me up to date with it's going has gone on. Far better fashion than me and day. Also, remember to get on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestlingdaft to check out the video version. And why not buy yourself a t-shirt, shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestlingdaft. And just to say to yeah, you, you know, any support is massively appreciated at this time. Obviously, me and Grado's Industries have all but shut down at the minute. We're <laughs> so, fucking skint. <laughs> so Wrestling Daft is an important part of our week. So if you can support us, if you've been enjoying the show, if you can support us, that would really be appreciated.
2: It's like when folk go, "What's your job? I just go out a podcast with our forms." So that's my job, man.
0: That's it. That's our job now, mate. That's so, all we've man. So we're going to be doing the big push. We're going to try and get some big sponsors because we want to keep doing this. We don't want to shut the show down, folks. So please, if you can support, uh, please keep the support coming. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Thanks, Gredo. Nice to catch up with you. Anyway,
2: up the
0: road. Up the road now.
2: It, it, it's yourself. It's yourself. Bud and